Greetings, love. You are listening to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am grateful that you're taking the time to share your energy with me. I want to talk today about what it means to step into the light. That is the name of my podcast. It is the name of my book that I wrote. And as I was sending out a newsletter today or an announcement, whatever you want to call it, a newsletter, I guess, I, you know, titled it What It Means to Step into the Light. So often I'm asked what I do or people will call me and assume, you know, they'll say, oh, are you like the Long Island Medium? Are you like this one or that one? And uh, I'll be honest, it is so difficult to you know, nail it as far as just a certain title or term or word. I honestly, the best way I can describe what I do is I see things through God's eyes. That's the truth. That's where I am now on my journey. And I realize now every step of the way, every part of my awakening has been God bringing me closer and closer to the light into the light of my own, like the light, our inner light, that is the light. We are created in the likeness of God. God is light. We are all light. And so as I moved on my journey, continued forward and stepped into the the mentor and leader and teacher that I am now, I continually ask God to show me the way. Show me through your eyes what this means. Not my human ego eyes, through your eyes. I watch uh, Joel Osteen from time to time. He has a very positive message. And a lot of what he's saying, even this past Sunday, I was giggling because, you know, Michael and I actually sit and watch it together Sunday mornings. And... Joel Osteen has really been talking about intuition and that God can guide you through your intuition. He wasn't calling it intuition. Um, I'm trying to think what he was calling it. Your inner, mm, inner something. And I apologize. I wish I remembered the term. But I giggled. I said, you know, God is working through so many of us right now. It's not one way is the only way. He's working through so many of us right now to spread the light, to help people awaken to their own light within. And so I've been watching Joel Osteen, and he's doing the same thing just in his own words, the way that it would come out through him, you know, in his teachings. So I've been watching this all, and I've, I, people have sent me clips saying, hey, look, you know, either you're watching this guy, Julia, or God's speaking to both of you. And I'm like, I, I actually don't watch anyone um, other than Joel Osteen from time to time. But I don't, I don't really watch a lot of motivational speakers on a day, day-to-day basis. I don't, I just don't do this. <laughs> so, um, because I tune into God. I mean, seriously, I just, that's what I do. So I don't need to go follow someone else because I'm constantly in conversation with God. So as so many are, you know, receiving this message of just tune into your own light. It is your light within. It's even the title of my pilgrimage to Sedona in September, the retreat that I'm 
taking people on. There, there are still openings, by the way. Some people have reached out and say, you know, have said, I am manifesting the money. Just I wanted to know if there's still openings. There's still openings as of today, and I will continue to leave it open until it is filled or we are making our way to Sedona September 13th. So, Pilgrimage to Sedona, Returning to Light. That is the theme of my retreat. But back to today's message about what it means to step into the light. I mean, it truly is to see things through God's eyes. If we are created in the likeness of God, we can see things through the eyes of God. If we just get out of the fucking way with our ego mind that tells us otherwise. So just a few days ago, and if you did open my newsletter already about what it means to step into the light, this is the story I told in that, but I'm going to give you some some extra details that I did not put in that newsletter. I just it was so it would have made it so long. So as I'm gearing up to teach my two-day live online certification course for mediumship, angel intuitive, again, it's so much more than that, but I haven't even found the, the right terminology. I've been asking for guidance on that, and I will receive it when it's time, what I should call that course, because it's more than talking to departed souls and angels. I teach, I teach people to see things through God's eyes. That is my goal, and that's what happens. So as I'm gearing up and getting ready for that, a few days ago, I, you know, I just kind of get a feeling or a notion like, I don't know, something's here. Not a negative bad thing. I never get that because I do not perceive things as bad, negative, or evil. So it won't show up that way for me. Again, it is the story that I have decided it will be. That is how universe shows up for me. I am not scared of anything showing up. I welcome any souls that need help to show up. I feel blessed that I'm able to help them. So I noticed, you know, I would like catch something out of sight of my eye moving. I'm like, all right, you know, busy. I was busy. So I just kind of, you know, wrote it off. Well, then I walked by my bathroom the other day and I could see out of the side of my eye. I saw a young man in the bathroom in a white t-shirt and jeans. He wasn't disheveled or anything. It was a nice looking young man, but I knew, okay, I've got a guest here. I have someone. Now I used to call them uninvited guests, but I do not call them that anymore. I just had a guest. I had a soul who need, who needed me, who needed some help. So as I walked by, I'm like, all right, seriously, this is how busy I was. I was like, okay, I'll get to that later. So let's go on with this. I had something on my mind. I don't remember at the time. Later that day, I was walking through, um, shut my door to my laundry room and walked out. And the and I know it clicked because I actually make sure it clicks because otherwise my two little fur balls, Macy and Gracie, will run in there and get socks or towels and run around the house with laundry. They love this like a game. So I made sure it was clicked shut, walked away, got from my laundry room about 10 feet away, and the door opened and shut again. And Macy and Gracie were there with me, and we all looked. I mean, they even looked that direction, and I did too. And I'm like, okay, all right, I know you're trying to get my attention. I still didn't do anything yet. And I, it was just, I had other things I had to do. So I... Later on, was sitting on my deck where I work with my big windows sitting out where I can, you know, see out 
um, got up for a split second to go get some water in the kitchen. And as I was in the kitchen, I heard something hard hit like the tile by my back door inside, inside the home, like something like had fallen. Well, there's nothing there. Well, I came out and there were, you know, there was actually a rock sitting there on the tile. Well, about, I'm trying to count here. I'm looking at them about seven, eight feet away from there. I have kind of like my, I guess you'd call it a shrine or your altar. I don't know if I like the word altar. I don't know why, but I don't like that word. Um, more like just shelves that hold pretty things that I love, like crystals and they have my prayer flags. I also have these rocks that I found that I had glued together and I um, stacked them on top, you know, the balancing rocks. So I have one set of three and one set of four. Well, I looked over there because there's the rock here. I look over and the set that had four has two on it and it's sitting exactly where it was, but it's missing the two top rocks. So there's one by my back door. I start looking around and there's the other one underneath the shelves. And I'm sitting here going, you know, WTF, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? That's crazy. Now, I know anything's possible. So I just looked at it as like, all right, you, guess what? You got my attention now and I'm going to help you now. I'm sorry I took so long. And again, I didn't feel any negative vibes. It was just, I was a busy girl that day. So Michael came home from work. I This all happened right before he came home. And I was like showing him the rocks. Like, oh, you're not going to believe this. And I said, look, and this is where this rock was. And this is where that rock was. And he's like, you better take care of it. <laughs> he's like, and I said, there's a young man here, and I just think he's really been trying to get my attention, and I've been, you know, preoccupied. See, I'm the same as all of you. Something happens, I know, hey, I should do something about this, and then I go on, and this is part of my calling to help souls go home. So I sat down, and I did what I always do. I said a prayer. I called in God and God's light into my home and around my home. Because that's the light I always see them go to. Like go into this beam of light. And that's what I envision. That's just how it comes for me. It doesn't have to be that way. But that's how it comes for me. I call Jesus in, Archangel Michael, and their badass team of angels to come in. Now as I'm calling them in, I'm tuning in to this young man. I can. It's funny. I can multitask when I'm connecting like that. I can multitask when I'm doing readings. I can multitask when I'm coaching. It's like I can hear and and receive and also give at the same time it's just it's pretty cool actually so i'm tuning into this young man and i see he's crying and i asked him what he needed like what do you need like what do you need before you can go home and so it started playing in my mind like a movie that's how it often shows up for me and sometimes it's a movie that i see in my mind sometimes it's just a knowing or a feeling but this was like a movie that i've gotten many times before and I saw a young man who had a very troubled life, but troubled internally. Um, I do, I did get that his name was Kevin. I got that he was a drug addict and that he used drugs to cover the pain he felt inside that he had always, I did get that he was gay and perhaps even bisexual. He was very confused about his sexuality, but felt like a sinner and dirty and a bad boy and all the things he had been called. Um, whether he was or not, I did not get, Hey, my parents knew this and they called me that, but I got the knowing that that would happen. If it hadn't happened, 
the knowing that that would happen. I did get it with a religious family. I actually got a Catholic family. I'm not saying bashing Catholics here. I'm just saying it was a Catholic family. And he turned to drugs. Because, see, we like to blame the drugs and alcohol and the addictions of any kind. But it is the pain inside. It's the wounds that we don't want to heal. That's what's to blame, the, the stuff that we don't want to look at. And so he showed me that life of how this spiral, and I did get he was about 22 years old. I don't know who he belongs to. Perhaps his people will hear this podcast or someone that knows him. I don't take it on as my job to go find out who is your family. I take my job on as let's help you heal and go home, honey. So I asked Jesus and Archangel Michael to go to Kevin. And Jesus just beamed with love, as he always does. With his arms open. I can't believe it always brings tears to my eyes because it's so beautiful. And he just hugged Kevin and he said, it's time to go home. And I saw this huge release of pain, profound pain, just being released from this young man. This relief, um, just beyond what I can put into words. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to see that, believe me. Because it's such a beautiful act. When a soul realizes that they get to go home. And they lived in life in fear. Fear of going to some bad place like hell. It is. It moves me, as you can see. I don't stop these anymore if I start crying because this is just reality. I show up real. I'm not going to stop and get myself together. I'm going to tell it the way it is. So I watched them take him to the light. And as and I heard Archangel Michael say, the party has already started. I always, there's always a party that has started waiting for us. Like heaven is celebrating us home. They got into the light and I saw Kevin turn and look at me. And he was smiling from ear to ear. And I felt so... I was so filled with joy to see him like that. And I just saw him look up and they just disappeared up into the ethers, like into the light. I could hear the music playing. The party had started. I knew he was home. (sighs) So later that night, we were sitting outside, and I told Michael about it. That man is I'm telling you he makes me, he makes it so easy for me to be me. I can tell him things like this, and and I'm sitting there crying, and he just listens. I am grateful for him. But we're sitting outside, and I said, "Oh my gosh, look at that cloud over there! Um, like right over our house." Sorry, I, have, I don't want to sniffle into the microphone here. Um. 
but I noticed this cloud. It looked like an angel. And I said, oh my gosh, I have to take a picture of that. So I ran in the house, got my phone, came outside, and I took a picture of it. And I was, um, you know, took a few pictures of it. And then we sat down. I think we were having dinner or something. And then later on, I take a lot of pictures and then I check them out either later on or the next day or somewhere down the road. And stuff shows up for me that I didn't notice a lot of the time. Now, I did notice this cloud looked like an angel. But as I was combing through my photos and I came across that one, I expanded it. You know, I made it bigger so I could see. And it literally looked like you can you can make out like this this it looks like a human form body that looks like angel wings, almost like a butterfly, to be honest. And I was looking, you know, as I looked down and spanned down and saw the rest of the photo at the bottom, it's still like, you know, the cloud formations, but it's a face and the face would probably. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say probably it would look freaky to a lot of people. It looks like a scary, what some people might call an evil face. But what I saw when I saw that face was I saw pain. I saw the pain within a soul. I saw a, a pained soul going home. The angels taking this beautiful soul home that had been in agony. And I said to myself, that's Kevin. It's symbolic of the pain he had inside. That ugly monster was that face. I posted on Instagram if you want to take a peek. So yes, I do have the ability to help souls cross over. Many of my students do it as well, who have taken my course. They say it's one of the most amazing things that they've ever encountered the ability to help a soul get home. I mean, I pray to God, you know, if it was me, that someone would be helping me instead of being scared that I'm lurking around just trying to get their attention. I was raised not to have fear of any of this because we never talked about it. I find that to be such a blessing because I moved into this role with no fear of it. No fear of anything I could connect with. No fear of any way that I could interact with it. No fear that I could screw it up or piss something off. And the many souls that I've helped cross over help me now. There are so many. I have a massive team. My team's just getting bigger and bigger. The more souls that I help go home. I see them down waving at me often, sending love, saying, what do you want next? You know, our team isn't just angels and our past loved ones. We have a massive team and mine is just growing every single day. I want to help you grow your team. Step into the light. See things through God's eyes. Stop living in fear or doubt or you know, jump into my course. <laughs> it's this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It's live online. We're going to be face to face. You're going to see me. You're going to see everyone else in the course. Don't wait any longer. There are people that are still waiting for, you're waiting for some kind of sign. That's only fear. Waiting for a sign, procrastination, perfectionism. That's all fear-based stuff. I can help you 
And even though my course is called Mediumship Angel Intuitive Course, again, it is so much more than that. I have one young lady who was joining because she wanted to help uncross souls and fallen angels go home. She heard my podcast about fallen angels. I, I can't even tell you how that that filled my heart. Like what a thing. Like that amazes me that someone wants to do this just to do that. Beautiful, beautiful gift. It is a Saturday and Sunday. I have two payment options. You can pay in full, which you get a uh, special gift that I'm having made just for you. I actually have one and it's a little surprise coming. And I do have a payment plan. People are jumping in in either either way. Full pays and payment plan, just get in however you can. It's this Saturday and Sunday, the 14th and 15th. It's 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, both days. The course is recorded, and you will receive the entire course in case you don't, in case you have to miss some of the um, some of the time together, or the entire course. I have some that have gotten it, and they're going to view it on their own because they're going to be busy this weekend. Either way, get into it. I'd love to have you. Let's start making a big, massive, massive difference in this world as light workers. It's time to see things through God's eyes because I can promise you, your life will never, ever be the same. You will live in joy, love, peace, and abundance every, every day. I feel so blessed and I want you to feel the same. I'm sending massive love to you. If you want to jump in the course, just I will put the link here in the podcast description. You can go on my website, though, juliatreat.com, and just hover over Work With Me up in the top left, and you can find my Mediumship Angel Intuitive online course. Be sure to go check out that picture on Instagram. It's pretty cool with the angel taking sweet, sweet Kevin home. My Sedona trip is coming up September 13th through the 17th. I have some openings still if you would like to join me for that. Again, the theme is Pilgrimage to Sedona, Returning to Light. We have some badass, some badass warriors already signed up. They are ready to make shit happen. I hope to see you there as well. And if you want to um, discuss that or if you want to sign up, just give me a call. Let's hop on a quick phone call, 570-955-3594. Okay, thank you again for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow. God bless.